Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin, aka Tags. I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. Episode 94. <laughs> Ryan Smith episode, Captain Canada. Remember that guy? I do. Another long hair. Yep. Yeah, he did. But he played for mm-hmm. the Oilers, one of the only Oilers I've ever liked. Yep. Also spelt his last name correctly. It wasn't some weird Y thing. Yeah. Pretty sure it was S-M-I-T-H. Yeah. There was some, I remember there was somebody who was a Y. I know from hockey cards. <laughs> Your OPG. My op- oh man, OPG. Those were baller cards. I didn't have that. We was top, what was it? Card. You were like upper deck. Of course you were upper, upper, deck, deck. upper deck. Here I'm spending my <laughs> Fleer, money. Upper deck. Do you remember Fleer? That was baseball. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, OPG I was expensive. I never had OPG. Those are like, was not expensive. It yeah, came with that gum. Was an expensive one. That's why yeah, I got it. That's why I was so. That was so. Yeah, I remember we used to drive down to the states and get like, <laughs> you can get a a p- packet of baseball cards and some gum inside. Oh man, before we uh, before we moved out here and before we met, I would ride my bike to whatever store it was. I don't even remember the store, but I'd always spend my allowance on the decks of cards that had gum in them, and it was always Opeachy. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it was great. Yeah, back in the Scarborough days. That's awesome. Uh, big shout out to our Patreons this week. You guys are awesome. Thank you for supporting the podcast. If you're curious what our Patreon is, you can find information down below or on our website. It gets you access to After Dark, which is our podcast after the podcast. And uh, a card and a sticker. All good things. All good things. <laughs> is, that's an Olaf quote, isn't it? Yep, <laughs> yes, it is. it is. Oh, hang on. You can't look at this. Uh, yeah, man, that the, sun is blinding the sun is you. shining right off the main living room window of the house across the street, and it's just putting this massive sun square. Freaky. Are you closing it or? Yeah, yeah. Be right back. All right, go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just I didn't do it before we were recording. No, you didn't. It's because... just fine. Oh, now Ooh, I, I have like that a, yeah, rectangle. Now the cat broke a blind, so now I got this like shiny <laughs> rectangle on my ball. You're gonna head. at one point move your head too far back and blind yeah. yourself. What was that one critic? They said I needed plugs. Is that what they suggested for my balding head? Oh, you that? I don't remember. Yeah, there was a douchebag. I had hair like you. I'd put plugs in. No way. Look at this gorgeous chrome. It Ooh. is. I, how else would something bounce that well off of your head? Yeah. It's weird it's to amazing. lick food off of a hairy head. Let's just say yeah, that. That's just, that's just gross. Yeah. Uh, how was your week? Oh, well, man, frick. It was all POE. It's freaking legal launch, man, for us. I mean, we have a thousand episodes we do in the week, which we love doing. And uh, so what else? And I'm like scraping together my guides and my filters and making big decisions that I thought I already made, but I didn't even consider yet. And so I'll get to that later. But it was mostly POE. So even though I was right beside my kids all week, I totally missed the man. I feel like I've barely seen them. It's just been go, 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 go. Like today, uh, what was it for league launch and just making sure my filters were right. Told them they could watch two movies if they wanted to course they want to so uh it was busy so next week my wife doesn't listen to the podcast anymore we she she listens to other ones but now uh so if she, but if she's listening dear i'm foregoing housework almost all next week i'm just gonna hang out with the kids i'm gonna hover them and smother them like an annoying parent that you make me kind of sick right now yeah i also got a barbecue oh cool mm-hmm. it, did you had one before it did but it broke a couple it weeks did. ago <laughs> My old barbecue broke a couple of weeks ago, like everything else in this house. And, what happened? Uh, just old? It just, it kept turning off on its own, even mm-hmm. though everything was already on. And propane, you know, like I, it needs to work well. If it's highly mm-hmm. explosive, I want it to work well or I'm not turning it on. So sure. 
We spent a long time researching and I guess, you know, where we live, things are oddly seasonal. Like it's yes. coming up to the hottest part of the year and people are like, now out of stock of barbecues now. Yeah, you had to be you like can... two months ago. <laughs> yeah, that's two months right. Ago was barbecue. So, uh, so anyway, it's hard actually to find one now. And so we found one at Costco. Nice. Way too expensive for me. Perfectly priced for my wife's taste. And uh, what would be a well-priced barbecue to you? Oh, like 200 bucks. Yes. Oh, but that's not going to last please. very long. <laughs> well, that's why I gave in because it's smart. I, there's even the cheapest people in my life agree with the sentiment that when it comes to a barbecue, you pay for what you get. It's and there money. are, yeah, like Napoleon Weber, some Weber, pretty staple names. Have, yeah. It is going to last. And I'm like, but what about that cheap crap barbecue we have in the back? It's lasted for 20 years. <laughs> Mastercraft like, or and she, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Canadian tire. But, but she's like, that's a Weber. And I'm like, oh man, <laughs> like I was trying to use like that crappy thing lasted forever. But she's like, it's Weber's a Weber. Are so awesome. We yeah. found one, but anyway, this, that, and another thing. Chris helped me pick it up. It was the wrong nice. barbecue that I thought it was. It was the price was mislabeled over like a twelve hundred dollar one. I thought it was seven hundred dollars. And yeah, this, that, and another thing. So anyway, we got one, but it's in a box. I still have to set it up. That's tomorrow. Oh, I'm dedicating all my kid time. I'm, You're like, gonna all, build it? Well, yeah, it's in a box. Okay. So, you know, I'm gonna go do like stereotypical man stuff and. And my wife's just going to push me out. She's just going to push me out of the way and get it done in half the (laughs) time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then she'll be barbecuing, but she won't even talk to me for the whole day because I took so long and I wasted all the time. And then I got to play with the kids. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. uh, Good week. It's going to be a great week. And how about you? My week was fine. We resorted out our trip. So taking off tomorrow. That's right. Good for you. Excited about that. So no, no more sun peaks. We're off to Whistler instead. Sun Peaks is burning. It has not gotten better either. Holy crap. No, those poor people open the uh, yeah, Okanagan. Nasty. We get fires. If you're from California, we have quite a few people that listen from California. The we we get I mean, not a comparison thing, but we we know what you go through when it comes to the fires. We have some very dry desert over here as well, and uh fires are burning. We don't really have dry desert, but dry trees for the sure. Okanagan, hands down. Considered a desert. I don't think that's idiot. a desert. No. Oh my goodness. Desert with that beautiful lake right in the middle of it, but it is gross. Uh, my dad was driving, I don't remember which part through the interior, but they were he was rerouted multiple times because they've closed parts of highways, yeah, a lot of fires, a lot of evacuations. So, anyway, I hope if anyone's listening and you're going through it, my condolences. Really sorry, we're gonna go to Whistler instead. There's no fires anywhere nearby. I went online and checked, so yeah, we're taking off tomorrow. I'm excited. Gotta you. get this edited ASAP. And yeah, that's right. And when are you coming back? Uh, next week. It's only a week. I'm just gone for a week. So, mm, yeah. But I, I'm taking my laptop. Currently planning on still playing. <laughs> we got, we're obviously going to talk about the the league launch, but I am I'm excited to play. Yeah, yeah. So my week was just work and getting ready to try and get out of here. Going like work before you leave is always not fun. No, totally. Because it's just trying to make sure everything's taken care of. And yeah. I can never remember enough, so. And then you're just dealing with the mountain of stuff when you get back, no matter how much you plan ahead. They'll anyway. bug me while I'm gone. I sent a, an email to all of our staff and a, the administration. I was like, if you bother me by text or WhatsApp, I will be responding with just pictures of boobs or butts. <laughs> um, I will not be responding to your question. You're just going to get some form of nudity back. Your boobs and butts? No, not mine. Oh. I'll just find random ones and I'll just start oh. sending them random ones. 
So your own software is going to be giving your own phone flights. <laughs> Justin's been That's suspended right. for a week of anyway, operations. That was my week. Let's. Uh, oh, did you have a PO, okay, POE week uh, outside? I'll make of it short, launch? but I did. Yeah, I did. Like obviously, it. everything for me is league launch, but I'm a content creator, right? I have this league. I only have two guides. There was so many meta. Did you changes. cut it down to two? I did not by wow. not because I wanted to. I do want three, but right. The meta changes, it's a very new PoE with how mana works, mana cost, flasks, and I don't want to write something that worked for 314 or I know would work for 314, but for some reason, because of all these changes, it doesn't work. Like, this is a big change. And maybe once I hit maps and I'm, you know, going through the end game, maybe maybe I'll find that, oh, wow, it's not that significant, but it doesn't seem like it to begin with. So... I'm at two guides, and one of my guides, my Righteous Fire Guide, and I've been saying this for months, I've been moving from an Elementalist to a Righteous Fire Guide. But because I didn't know the changes that were coming, I was going to write it post-Dev Manifesto. Of course, the Dev Manifesto is like, everything's changing, especially damage and support. So then I'm like, oh, dang. Okay, so now I got to wait for patch notes, which is an extra day. So I have my, my Bone Zombie Guides totally done, done well. Love it. My Righteous Fire Guide, I just have the bare minimum. Like, I have everything you need. You can use the guide and you'll be able to do the entire game. That's fine. I just don't have the explanations. Like, I don't tell you about the difference between Righteous Fire skipping the Ignite stage and going straight to Burning. Uh, I have no elemental equilibrium in that. People are going to think I'm an idiot, so there's going to be a I'm not an idiot explanation there. Leech is involved with this Righteous Fire Guide. Uh, it's a chieftain. And leveling Righteous Fire with a Chieftain without respecking really sucks. And I don't have that explanation in there. So I do have to go back, but the bare bones are there. And then because I didn't know about the rest of the changes, I'm just like, you know what? I'm going with two this whole league probably. And I'll have a third guide ready for 316 as long as there's no other massive. So you won't update one of those third ones through the uh, league? Maybe. I, normally, I guess I would. But because the gameplay is so different, I want to actually play my Bone Zombies and my Righteous Fire guide this league. And that's not going to... Like, I don't have all the time in the world, right? I'm maybe eight hours a week into PoE. That doesn't give me enough time to play my own builds, let alone try some new ideas. So I probably won't have the time, but I would like to. And one thing, I was almost going to nix it completely from my repertoire because it just didn't have the damage, but maybe now it would flourish. A max block gladiator? All those trigger skills don't cost mana because they're counterattack. I assume they would never had a mana cost because they're not technically a trigger. So all of a sudden that has a huge benefit to the new current style of Path of Exile. But through my theory crafting, I was thinking, okay, all this cast and damage taken, how do I how do I still make this work without really needing to remove damage from my build to put in like mana recovery and you know, just maximum mana? And I'm like, oh, sweet, I'll just add life tap to it. And I'm like, oh, wait, they just added life tap to 300% from 200%. And cast when damage taken is 250. So now all of a sudden it's like you have life tap and cast when damage taken at a 550% mana cost. Someone in there thought about that and they're like, we need this number astronomical when you add them together. Like, it, it, like right away, I'm like, oh, wow, that really doesn't help. At well, all. you should at least test it. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, so Val Righteous Fire kills me all the time the new change they made a league or two ago where it now removes like 60 percent of your life when you cast it 
How That's does that kill you? insane because I never hit it at the right time. I'm like, okay, oh, okay they're sure. not doing damage. Okay, now they just did their big hit. And I'm like, bah. And I'm so worried about looking at their the big boss's like, mechanics and when they're doing their big hit that I'm not even looking at my life. So I didn't even have 60% life because I'm so busy looking at the boss. So it always kills me. Having life tap with cast and damage taken would kill me just as often. All the time. Be fun to watch. It would be, yeah. Yeah, all the people that root for my desk when they go. Um, I also did post, um, but I'll, uh, maybe we should talk about this next week because it doesn't have to be. I made a Reddit post about life regen on bosses and it got a lot of controversial attention. Really big, uh, it, got, it got upvoted quite a lot. Um, but there's a lot of people that just said that I was an idiot and that every single one of my builds should have frost bomb on it. So I don't know. Yeah, we, I, I think it is a good thing to chat about. Yeah. You don't think we were going to waste too much time. Okay. No, there's well, not much to talk about. Whatever. New league. Yeah, <laughs> but I guess it is relevant because our damage got reduced. Their life got buffed and life regen. I'm even seeing life regen mods on monster on monsters in expedition. It's one of sure. the tags, like in Act One, maybe it's Act Two. I don't know, but like to me, that I I hate. And one of my big things in here wasn't that I don't know how to fight the mechanic of life regen in a boss, but it doesn't make sense in a game as chaotic as Path of Exile. It honestly, it doesn't even make sense in a one-on-one -on -one battle in a game like Dark Souls. You should never negate process unless you're doing a game like Mario, where when you die, you actually have to do the whole level over again. There shouldn't be anything that actually removes progress. Like if there's a boss that has stages and they gain life at stages, that's a totally different thing because they're not reversing their stage. You know, that's going to happen. It's like having three life bars or a triple life bar. You know what I mean? But when you actually have a boss that removes progress, you are now, no matter what changes you make to the game, you make every single build damage first. You have to. There's a mat, there's a big focus on it. And who's gonna who's gonna like be excited about a metamorph? But you're trying a more defensive build. Well, dang. Like half the metamorph the unique metamorph body samples, they don't show all the mods. Because the bosses don't have all those mods shown. And I mean, it's like that you have what, 164 map bosses? Right? Like it's and a lot of different mechanics to combat. You're sometimes you're kiting for quite a while. Anyway, go ahead. You wanna say something? No, I was just going to say, I, I actually 100% agree with you on this. And it is, I'm not sure that it's something they'll ever get rid of, but it is something that does contradict them saying, we don't want people to just go and pick all damage mods. We want them to pick skills and supports that are utility or they're defensive or whatever they are. When you're fighting a boss and, I mean, come at it from a softcore point of view if you want to, but if I die or if I need to pull back because I'm losing health, it's kind of def deflating to come back into that fight and the boss is now fully healed up and it doesn't give people a chance to test out the more utility and defensive skills because i'm not doing enough damage to actually move further into it and i think the one thing that i think is the worst about the argument here is the absolute just stupid ignorant i'm i can think of even worse words but the attitude of like use frost bomb okay there's a skill, a skill in the game that will help you against that. Why on earth should that be the solution? Why should that be the solution? That's ridiculous. Give Maybe if you had more options to have or slow down the healing of a boss, but there is a skill that mm -hmm. does it. And that's not an argument to say, oh, do, so I'm supposed to put Frostbomb into every single build? 
that's not diversity. That's not trying new things out. That's dumb. That's not the argument. We get that you can do that. It's just that maybe you shouldn't have to. Right. There's so many different ways to make a boss difficult. And now, though, because I don't have every boss's mods memorized, there's 160 of them on the map. I'm not going to memorize them all. So what? Now I have increased monster max life as a mod. I'm like, okay, is there life regen? Because that's a massive problem. You go and do the wasteland boss who doesn't have a life regen tag. And you're trying to figure out how the heck this boss is always at max life. And it's like, oh, right. I rolled monsters have increased life. Unique boss has increased life. And they're standing in a chaos pool that even somehow I'm supposed to know that gives them massive life regen. Maybe Maven's giving them life Maven regen. witnesses, yep. Oh my mm -hmm. goodness, Maven's the worst for that. It's like it's not even life regen. It's like a separate skill that's like... It's just a big heal. Yeah. So anyway, I to me... Maybe other games suit life regen on enemies. It doesn't suit this game. What if there's a, a, a crazy rare, which this game is loaded with, right? We have Cyrus invasions and all that. Even if they get rid of Cyrus in the next endgame expansion, the, the cool, like the, those invasions are awesome. Epic, really difficult, spontaneous rares are amazing. But if I have a hundred other enemies around, if I have a metamorph that's constantly spawning stuff, if I have a beast one of einhardt's beasts that obviously like they create tons how am i supposed to find my strike skill and click sure maybe an epic player can but you don't make a free-to-play game for 10 people 100 people right like i i really think it completely contradicts the theory crafting and the gameplay that they've designed yeah i agree i think it's a good i think it's a good thing it was a controversial post but i'm glad i did it i'm surprised it got a 500 about 500 upvotes despite the fact that it probably got downvoted a ton. I really wish Reddit separated the ups and downs. I wish it why, wasn't why? additive. Why? Because it's additive's pointless. Reddit, it's just trash, though. It's all trash. Well, of course it is. It's all but trash. you're not getting anything accurate when, peop when it's the same stat. If you had, if it showed, okay, it got 1,000 downvotes, but 500 upvotes, it would be like, okay, well. Why don't they just remove it? No up and down, and oh, their ranking system is all done in the back. It's still done like that, but it doesn't show anybody. The more something's upvoted, high moving up higher. I don't know. I think Reddit's garbage, but and funny thing because um, it never ever bothered me before. I still haven't upgraded my computer in any way. Um, and in this whole process over the last couple of years, I've gone from an Xbox One to an Xbox Series X. So that's the more the strongest of the newest generation Xboxes that are available. Since I started playing League, my PC load times are driving me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> You're they're, on an SSD. Small. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, I'm like hitting my fingers. I'm like, this is taking too many seconds. And I'm laughing at myself for my hypocrisy because my Series X is obviously better than my computer. So anyway, it was a good POE <laughs> week. I'm sorry to delay talking about the League, but uh, I assume yours was just the league right yep Podcast was and thinking about for the league yep all right i you know what just to really bother the people who love our beginning talk when we get to talk with each other and and catch up one thing i forgot is i did my prolotherapy this week oh how'd it go it was nine needles oh my goodness into different parts of the spine and then they inject stuff and then sometimes he would disconnect and can like keep the needle in and he'd reconnect a different line and then in inject ozone like gas into the same spot okay which was gross 
Really? It felt like I was, it, it felt like a balloon was being blown up inside of me at certain parts of my body. Weird. Yeah. And on one of the ones when he went into the part on one part near the back of my spine, he, I don't know what he hit, but my right leg shot off and just smacked into his wall. I didn't even have any control over it. I was sweating, man. I was on my stomach. Wow. Like it, the thing's comfy to be on and your face is in this rest, yeah. but your forearms, like I'm on my forearms and then my legs. It's probably leather, soaked. so it's not breathing at all. I was just dripping because hmm. you're tense the whole time, just waiting for this needle to hit some point inside of you. Anyway, I had Crazy. that done this week. Oh, yep. So now we'll see. I wait one or two weeks. Good for you. I really hope it works. Again? You've been struggling with your Me back too. for a while. I'm excited for it. All right expedition let's how do we want to start how about first off i i mean i i always i'm a little nervous of this ever since three oh what were we three thirteen i think really good league launch we didn't say it last league oh, for this league yes but the league before we said it and then of course like literally days after we released this episode their yeah. servers tanked but 315 smooth a as a baby's smooth, bottom man. yeah yeah that was the, insane the queue wasn't that bad i i have crashed once when i put on uh, an mtx i don't know it was the new helmet for the s year one. Oh, okay as soon as i put it on my game crashed but other than that they had a hot fix for um a few instance crashes oh did they yeah it was it was a really easy uh what was it it was um it was a patch to fix occasional t poses and mm. some occasional crashes all right, I'm sorry. I kind of jumped right into no, the league. No, that's okay. But let's, we can talk about it anytime. No, that's fine. Let's really quickly just... Ah, it's kind of a toss-up. Let's talk about this week in PoE first because it did lead up to this league launch. Sure, okay. Which was we had... Okay. It, you call it some thoughts from Chris. I don't know what he called it. That's Maybe how he the wrote that. Reddit was he... post was titled. Okay. Now, normally so, they have dev manifestos that completely explain a company's mentality. Right. And I... I do you think the manifesto wasn't good enough then? I thought the manifesto and the patch notes were great. The patch notes had some errors and they've been fixed. Right. Did I I I read this so Chris basically put a big post on Reddit explaining themselves kind of reiterating and readjusting his comments with regards to the manifesto. It came as a result I, of a lot of backlash. There right. was a now, lot of backlash the, in the community. Okay, was the, the the backlash was around the fact that there were nerfs and that there were mana changes and I mean I and I'm re I really struggle when I read this and when I see this because I hate that they pander to bitches. I hate that they go, "Okay, people are crying and you know are upset and they're mad and we we did something wrong." So they put this big post together and yeah. I I didn't, I don't feel like I read this post on Reddit and learned anything that's going to help me for 315. Yeah. And thankfully, I actually am quite happy that besides hypothermia, it's not like they were backtracking on anything to yeah. take back what they had said or to change anything. The fact that he has to tell people that they don't make decisions based on the data on the POE wiki because of a mistaken typo is ridiculous. Yeah the 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 girl that did patch notes did have she was crazy sick chris said and she did the patch notes from home and because of her lack of resources from working from home this is from what i remember from the asmongold interview um but 
he said that she had to work from home and so she did use the wiki for some of her like comparison stats and stuff and so some of them sure. were wrong and so then some but of the community I mean. freaks typos. out there were mistakes right. right and then the community freaks out see i told you they don't even they know their own their game, game. Yeah. they do everything based on the wiki they don't do it based on this and i i agree like when when you do make mistakes you want to come out and you want to fix them i i do i 100% am on board with you that it let the dogs bark like those numbers will be replaced with people that are new <laughs> and then yeah. in two years they'll be fine like it's ah you let the kids at the kids table talk and just talk about their stupid stuff adults will just ignore it yeah i you know that one of the things that a lot of people were bitching and moaning about was the new mana cost and it was like how, we talked about this in our episode until you play the game how on earth would you know for sure what the I, i'm talking from the player base sure how, how can you have this like ultra negative opinion when you haven't even played we talked about give it a month and then go ahead and bitch and make a point that actually makes sense but that what's your motivation behind the mana cost of so many support gems because they wanted to what they, difference does it make it's called they it felt a ah. I, it just really bothered me the only thing that i thought was a little weird when that he wrote in there was he said that at the time of writing the manifesto they hadn't figured out the final values of the gems uh, so the manifesto was written vaguely and I was like, wow, you guys made that decision last minute. If you didn't even know the well, values of the gems by the time the manifesto came out, it made me you laugh. know what you want to nerf it, you know, you want to nerf it. And it's someone else who's going to do all the comparisons for all the supports, right? Well, yeah, but this one's this much. So this one needs to be the, I just like, would have thought have they would have already pretty. actually known them. The exact number. Sure. But yeah. the thing is, is like they came out with a dev manifesto that explained why you need right. to invest. So why do we need, why are you making this change? Let me copy and paste the entire dev manifesto. Like, yep. what, and, and how many times do these kids need to be told that there's more changes coming? Yeah. All of this is leading, like they changed act one, for an example, right? Act one completely changed. And I can't wait to talk about it because that act one was awesome. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean they're done. So they, they tackled a whole bunch of supports. Okay, but there are some very clear play styles that didn't get touched. They're not done. Like, how, oh, I don't, I just, I just anyway. don't understand people. And I feel so bad for GGG that they feel, it is weird to me that they feel obligated to make these posts. And it is an assumption, but they do make these posts. And I don't understand why they keep catering what why isn't the response and i don't know any better so it's not necessarily a criticism but i feel like they feed the whiners every time they respond to the whiners if you have to respond say please go read the dev manifesto or the dev manifesto has been updated i don't know this post to me doesn't match up to the attitude chris had during the live announcement the live announcement to me was him going yeah we're making some nerfs we're making some changes some people aren't going to like it and that's okay that's how i took his live announcement he seemed very much taking ownership of the fact that there's going to be people not liking this and upset about it and we're okay with that yeah and then i read this and i'm like what the frick like because a few of them got on reddit and started bitching and moaning about stuff that they hadn't even played that's the part that just shocks me if this had happened like a month into the league it's it, i can understand it because at that point players have an understanding now of how is the game playing out how is the mana working how's the cost working how's the support changes working 
it makes sense to me if this is a month yeah. later uh, before the league launch guys calm your tits like yeah. go play the game and then make your your comments you, it just boggles my mind yeah. that people would want to get so and it does not matter i think the thing that i wish and i feel like gg does know this doesn't matter you make this post doesn't matter yeah that's true you're catering They'll find to something them. in this post now yeah. that they're not happy about i guarantee you it just it all yeah i'm sure I, I, this sorry, this is as far as I read. I did read his stuff after I didn't read any responses. I didn't read anything else. But out of all that, GG backtracked on one thing. So not bad. For some reason, they backtracked on hypothermia. Maybe cold dot skills don't have enough love. I think they have way more love than any other type of dot skill. But, yeah. Um. Either way, um, they backtracked on cold dot, so they re-added some cold dot damage to hypothermia, which just like, but they said they do still plan to remove it once they have another cold dot support that comes once they release another cold I dot hope support, which whatever properly compared to all the other dot skills. But it's I don't know. Hey just okay, so let's say you propose to me the next time we're gonna play Monopoly, you're like, Hey Tyler, the next time we play Monopoly, we're gonna use three dice, not two. And then I freak out and I refuse to come over and I refuse to play and I write you a big letter on how you don't know how to play games. That's kind of what like this, this is. The community freaking out about something they've never even touched yet, about something that they don't even see the future on. And uh, it boggles me that this happened before a league launch. That's the part that I just struggle with. Right. It's like, I get it. If they nerf something or they change something, you can be upset about it, but go and try and play it and then decide because the the new league started i'm not end game but i'm going far enough in now so like the leveling's been fine it's been fine it's been fine it's been actually a lot of fun it's been it's been wonderful fine. and i promise it'll be fine in end game it might be different but again that was kind of part of the shakeup. so i just ah, this reddit just there's never anything good almost ever right that comes out of reddit dear so, ggg anyway. community you don't know better, GGG does. Oh, I was going to say fuck off. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, there was a really funny post on Reddit. Reddit does have its, its highlights. Yep. This Reddit post was called You're Useless. And it was a little uh, funny thing on Kirik. I don't know if I'm saying his name correctly because apparently I say it all wrong. But it's a little comic somebody made up of Kirik realizing how, perp how, how completely pointless he is. And it's a funny thing. Uh, GGG responded. Yeah, they didn't like that. Oh man, <laughs> don't take shots at Kirik. Yeah. So, but and so, but and it wasn't like rude or anything. It was just like just informing you the value that Kirik had. They said you can also talk to Kirik to find out which regions the conquerors are hiding in and where to find under undiscovered watchstones. And he will warn you if your atlas cannot spawn any conquerors because you need to socket in more watchstones. Yippee. <laughs> give that to someone else there's nothing more annoying in the campaign when i have to talk to like petra and vanya and then i have to go talk to sin and then i have to go talk to petra and vanya again you know what or I it'd be to... fine if kirik told you that but that's just what he did he chilled in the background and just did that yeah. instead of hey it's time to go fight a conqueror so da, 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 come talk to me first yeah and then there's on you but don't to get me. to talk to zana yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's so anyway it's hilarious that nobody likes him at all. I hoped he died. But he, I was he really, really doesn't have a purpose outside of lore. And so they gave him something to do just so that he had some lore reason to stay. But yep. I loved it that GGG responded with, well, 
he does have a purpose. <laughs> and so I feel bad. Whoever made Kirik, I, I apologize. I'm, I still think he's pointless, but uh, feel bad for the people that actually make these characters and they're just sitting quietly in the background listening to all this. Maybe he's got big plans in the future. Kirik. All right, let's talk about Expedition. Let's get into it. So we already talked about the league launch. Fantastic. So far, knock on wood, really, really solid league launch, which has been awesome. Yeah. I logged in into the queue, like, so it started at 1 p.m. our time. I logged in mm-hmm. between 15 to 10 minutes before 1 o'clock, not that much. I was about 47,000th in the queue. Who knows if the number was, was 43. right? Ah, wow. No, Justin's always got to be first player. And then, um, <laughs> oh, you were 47? I was 4, 6, 9, 9, 9. Anyway, um, and I think by 4 or 5 after 1, I was at the yeah, login screen. And I apologize to everybody because I was still vacuuming. I wasn't ready. So I was wasting that spot. It was there for like 10 minutes. And then I had to go into standard to delete somebody. I was laughing to myself that as I ran towards Hillock, somebody hit level 10. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Freaking weirdos. Uh, Anyway, super good, super good uh, league launch. So really excited about that. Do you want to talk first about what you're playing or should we talk about the league? Let's talk about the league. All right. What have your thoughts been so far? Love it. Absolutely love it. I was really excited for Act 1, and I was treating Act 1, like, now, Justin and I are softcore players, if you're a new listener, and, but we do have private leagues that normally, it's only normally for 10 days at the end of a league, but we only, for the most part, do hardcore, and we hate hardcore, we hate the concept of hardcore, we think it's crazy, and we think everybody that likes hardcore is... But we're really good at it, so that's why. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, so here's the thing, though. I was treating act one like hardcore because it was so hyped to be so tough and revamped and changed. And I was treating it like hardcore and I was doing pretty good. I was excited and I was excited to like, by the time the podcast started, I could slash deaths and it'd be zero. And, uh, I got, I was talking with the people I was broadcasting. I was talking with the people that were watching me. And while I was trying to, I was squinting cause I need glasses, but for some reason I haven't gotten around to it yet. So I'm squinting to read what they said and I died cause I took too long squinting. Was that your only death so far, though? I think I have died a couple other times because um, the expedition monsters sometimes spawn in surprising locations. Like you think you've given them clearance, but then all of a sudden they're coming out from another side. So there's been a couple of times where I've been um, surrounded and I don't have a quartz flask. I don't think they can even drop at my stage yet. So I got stuck there. But only I think Mm. it's three. I think my slash death is three. And I've been really enjoying it. I loved Act One. Uh, I didn't realize. Like I got used to the difficulty of Act One because the acts are relatively lengthy. As I got into Act Two, I'm like, man, my build is wicked. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, then I it clicked a little bit later that uh, uh, difficulty. I dragged the difficulty bar down by moving on to the next act. But yeah, it was awesome. I have a few things to say about Act One. But how do you think of the game overall? I'm excited for it. I had a really good time. The expedition is cool. We'll talk about Expedition Two. That was my first death. Right. Okay. And yeah. It's one thing I'm not a huge fan of. It's kind of a ritual slash ultimatum ish to me, a little bit in just not the way it works, but a really strong, I don't even know if he was a rare, unique, or something was spawned and just kept throwing a blue water looking geyser right under my feet and I couldn't see it. And I was like, what? and it was chunking me for like a third of my health and ticking very quickly. And I could not figure out what was happening so that it did kill me. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I figured out what it was. I was like, oh, great. This nice in the middle of 
like mud flats, I'm getting some blue looking. It literally looked like it was part of the ground mm. was just popping up underneath my feet. So, but otherwise, it's been fun. I really like it. Act one, act fun was it was fun. It wasn't like old school dangerous, but really, if you got like three or four roas charging you, you definitely felt it compared to before. Zone out and you are dead. Yep. Yeah, it was. Uh... Yeah, it was fun. I the new mobs were all right. I absolutely hated the tar guys in the graveyard. Mm. Like, I don't like that crap. I hate being slowed by anything. And I didn't wasn't a big fan of that, but it was fun. They were yeah, it was definitely more difficult than obviously what it used to be in Act One, but it didn't remind me of that just absolute terrifying. Yeah. You know, you see a Roa coming at you in the mud flats and you were like, oh God. Mm-hmm. If a couple hit you before. It was you it was like that a bit. Uh, but I really do like what they changed to some of the areas. Yeah. Like I don't remember if it first started in ledge but you had the the dudes actually coming off the cliff yeah. like off screen the goats are like jumping from the cliff yeah. onto your ledge which is neat yeah, it's it almost really cool. like the what is it act seven when they do that when you're defeating the optional boss for the passive point oh yeah where they come yeah yeah, yeah right, it was yeah. just like that so i thought that was a really neat thing oh did you notice the roas in like the breaking the eggs area i never remember what it's called it's just the breaking the eggs area Mud flats, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They did you notice they come to a skidding stop? Maybe they I always they did, always but did. I never oh, because yeah. I never noticed. And then all of a Probably sudden maybe their yeah. animation's different and it's more noticeable. They said they did change mm-hmm. some of that stuff. So maybe there are that's some for sure is. that but have changed. Yeah. I noticed that the Roas, they would sprint at you and they would go a really far ways away from me, which I'm not used to. And they it was like putting on the brakes and they're like Yeah, and they, it was like Flintstones. Yeah. But I thought that was really neat. I've never noticed that before. Uh, I always thought the Roas like just stopped right at me. And um, when you get hit. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Now, uh, one thing I would like them to do as they go through these acts, pick out their dead ends. Like, what, you don't want a dead end or what? Well, no. So here, you go to kill the granddaddy cat, crab, as Tarclay would say, right? You're down in the depths or whatever it is, um, and you're killing that big crab and you're doing it for a passive point. So everybody does it. That should automatically drop a a portal scroll. That's at a stage in the game where you might only have one or no portal scrolls just with how RNG works. I've I've killed I know them. you will hate this, but most people just log to character screen and then reclick their character like yeah. then hit play because then you are it's a free portal. I and I I get that. I I don't think I don't like that. I think people should want to stay in the game. And so I think there's certain bosses like they didn't redo act two yet, but the weaver would be another one. The spider boss in act two, you go all this way and it's just a pure dead end. It should drop a portal scroll. That one's not as open a portal to the beginning of the zone. Sure. Yeah. Great. Or just like home, kind of like how some of the, how does it work? This like the syndicate labs and stuff. They'll Mm -hmm. have those portals. Yeah. That's a good point too. So anyway, that's something that I was hoping to see as I was getting there, because I only had one. Por- I used my only portal scroll after I killed the the granddaddy crab. So, hey, did you have like absolute ass luck with uh, flasks? Because I was using yes! the starter flask until well, well into Act Two. Yeah, I still have a small I was like, life what the flask. Frick? I'm I have mana <laughs> flask dropping like here, but this is something that I've always had problems with. You hear me every single week complaining yeah. about the frequency of life flasks that it has the same rng as other crap like i'll be sometimes i'll be like like this time i have one grand life flask 
the other two are small because the Grand Life Flask is the first one to drop. What's the or is Grand larger than large? Yeah, it so is, it's right? uh, small, medium. I went from large, small grand. to Grand. Yeah, I never saw a medium or a large. Yeah, I'm having those troubles too. And oh, that's funny. and one of my deaths was I like I'm super excited. I finally see the Grand Life Flask. I equip it. I'm like hitting it like crazy, and then I look and I'm like, oh, of course it's empty. Yeah. <laughs> and so then I hit my small one. It's like. Yeah, I was struggling with the mana ones like that. I'm like, I'm out of mana and I'm hitting this tiny mana thing that's doing nothing. Yep. I, I'm glad it wasn't just me. I hit um I, I was really excited to get clarity. Really excited to get clarity. You killed Brutus? Yeah. Sign me up. I went right back to town and got Brutus. clarity. <laughs> yeah, well, that Brutus. was so funny because I remembered post. Scared the crap yeah, out know, of me. Me too. <laughs> what the frick? I'm going I, and I, I I I saw people talking about it in general or discord on our global chat, something yeah. about it and i was like I'm, yeah because we play in global 21 21 if, if if anybody wants to join in game but i i didn't see thankfully nobody had said anything specific just like oh yeah brutus changed his room or whatever and so then i watched ethan when he eventually got on to play it because i was like i wonder what'll happen and he crapped his pants too yeah because you think he's coming up and then yeah. nope he's right there in the patch notes they said brutus took the time to redecorate his surroundings or whatever it was and yeah, he literally so, walked through a door yeah that's what he did I'm going through <laughs> i didn't even see it happen because i'm going through and i'm like talking with people i'm following the blood path right to get to brutus's warden chambers which you normally do so i'm following the blood path but kind of absentmindedly because i'm chatting with people on on twitch and i'm going through and then all of a sudden and i don't know yeah, you like walk through a door and he's literally right there not a real door just an yeah arch. there's no click it's just you keep mm -mm. going you're still looking for the warden chamber door and you're getting attacked by him i thought it was and it's a way smaller room way smaller were like there it. any ads i don't remember if there were any mobs yep yeah he still he still did his uh spawn yeah it's thing, a much yeah. more awkward location now so yeah it was fun though yes cool, it was. cool change yeah it's kind of fun to take a boss and ch and change them that way, where they don't make a huge change to the actual fight. They're just all of a sudden like, "Hey, yeah, that's I'm true. in a new spot." Yeah, and fun. Uh, Chris has been talking a lot about drops and changes and like valuable drops versus the pointless clicking. Mervay dropped only rares. Like they redid mm. Act One. She's the end boss. She dropped only rares. I'm like, no way. That's no. So I hold Alt. Nothing else. Just yellow. And I'm like that's cool that's cool i didn't pick one up because i already know what i need and i want and so none of them were valuable to me but awesome absolutely and not because of mods or anything it's not because i'm checking i'm just going i go for easy chromatics so i'm just going for strength and intelligence if it's not strengthened i'm out bye so uh i thought that was a I really don't cool remember touch if they were all wares for me i feel like there was one blue but i could be wrong but it, it definitely was better looking loot than before yeah i right away i'm like Oh, that's so bossy. Like it didn't even cross my mind that those drop rates had changed. But then as soon as it happened, it it was so un-POE for that to happen that I'm like, oh yeah. And then I checked and yeah, it was it was a pretty neat realization there. Have you oh we'll talk about your build in a minute. Go ahead. No, that was it. Uh, we could talk about whatever you want. No, no. What else you got? That's it for act one. Like I loved it. I love the difficulty of it. I died. Yep in circumstances when i forgot that it was more difficult i died relatively quickly um i enjoyed the strategy of shoot i need to kite oh no i don't have any mana left like you know should i hit my mana bar now like i have one more thing that i can use like i, I like the, the more difficult you have more choices to make and 
all of that compounds to slowing the game down. So it, to me, act one was a big success. So I, I was going to actually message you this while we were playing, but I figured oh, I'll just wait till the podcast. One thing that I think they did really well with Expedition, the actual Expedition part of the league, is they did a good job of making me go, I could do it and I could skip it. I don't feel the need to stop, but I know that if I do stop, it's engaging. There's something to do. I haven't gotten the greatest drops, but it's been fun to play. It's weird. It's not the greatest setup for like where you actually place them because you do need to understand that you can't go down in the bottom right and then go up to the top left. Like there's a certain range between the circles, which isn't really explained. It's not really uh, in the way that you're doing it. And there's a but lot of environmental blocks that really make it doors. You can't it, you lose line of sight on a door. It's really dumb. And there's some things where it just doesn't let you. It's just like the cursor doesn't even go red. over and the majority of the contents right there. So there's still some spawn to accessibility ratios that aren't working well. We've seen other posts from other leagues and like, hey, yeah, this con like where rituals would spawn and stuff like that, you know, in inaccessible areas. So I expect to see some of those bug fixes coming up. I do like, though, when they have something where I don't feel like I have to do it. But if I want to stop and do it, it's not impossible content. I'm not dealing with early betrayal and early abyss where I'm just going to get my ass kicked and go forget it. I'm just going to skip it. Yeah. It is actually kind of fun to do it. I still 100 percent absolutely think picking up that stuff is nonsense the fact yes, that it's not auto picking that stuff up i hope they change that so bad it is so much to pick up it's, it's pointless and i was thinking yeah. about the pickups today because i'm like okay if you're gonna make this change for metamorph what what is the mentality that makes this different Where's the line what is what is different about yep. this of course i'm yep. gonna pick it up Right. And of course, I'm going to want to spend it and try out your new user gambling integration, whatever it's called. Like, mm -hmm. what else am I going to do with it? You, I mean, you have a, a tab. You've created like one of those, what do they call them? They're not league stash tab. tabs. Yeah, I guess like a league it's tab a league where tab. I have infinite yep. storage per se. Who knows mm -hmm. if it's actually infinite, but who cares? Like, I'm not going to run into an issue at any time soon. If you're going to do it for Metamorph, don't. don't make us ask every time. Just start yep. doing it especially in one thing you could be picking up up to four different types and then you at one point i had 12 slots wasted in my inventory because otherwise every time i do one i have to click on the guy open up the chest and then deposit them which fine at least i can just control click them in but i don't want to it, I, I really, really, really don't want to. I, I love that I'm being slowed down enough to do the expedition, but I can't stand having to pick up more stupid shards just to deposit them to then spend them later. Because whether they're on you or in the inventory, you can spend them at the vendors. So just F off and put them straight into that tab. It's, just, it, it's bizarre to me. And when you try and throw in the item weight discussion into this, because I remember Chris on one of his pre 315 interviews was talking about, yeah, there's too much to pick up, but we don't want to make it all one drop. We still want you to feel like you've actually accomplished something and there's enough to pick up. So we'll split it into smaller, like bigger piles, smaller groups, I guess you would say if that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like instead of having 15 It'll be bigger stacks, but it'd only be three or something like that. But to me, I was annoyed. I'm, I'm, I'm the type of player where I was like, really, you're so coming to all the metamorph changes, right? Where 
we had to pick up the body parts. I'm like, really? People are complaining about this? You're playing a loot-based game. Of course you have to pick stuff up, right? It's not that much more. But now that the precedent is there, the expectation is also there. And for me now, I'm like, I'm not excited for the league. Like, I don't, if I have to pick up 50 things every time, I'm probably just going to skip it. I'm in Act 2 and I'm already skipping things. Part of it is because of how much stuff I have to, there's like six chests every time that I have to click on. And I'm, I already skip every single chest. Unless it's like one of those massive ones in the caverns. You, you know don't what skip I mean? the expedition ones though, right? I, I'm skipping expeditions in general. Uh-huh. Because like I, I skip all the chests anyway. It's just way too much clicking. I want to kill enemies and I'll get my, sure. I'll get my stuff from yep, there. I right? get it. Yeah. Even though my only mirror came from a normal chest. <laughs> but console, so. Right, right, right. right. Peer, right. tier 10. And it was probably a white map. No, it wasn't. Anyway. Um. But I'm skipping because like I have six chests to pick to click on. I have tons of this currency. And then when I get back to town, the affinity is not even set up for when I'm in my stash. I have to go to a separate stash. No, yeah, it works. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have- you want to know it's weird, though? How do you set it up? Then? So, OK, so every affinity you right click on the tab. But for that affinity, you open up the open up the expedition one and it's in the bottom right corner there's a check mark box in the bottom oh. right corner it just says affinity i don't know why it's down there why would the check box exist yeah is yeah ex- that's actually a great point you'd think people would just want it i just thought that's they didn't point. implement it i no, it didn't it's even weird. like it's in the bottom right I've, corner and i've dealt with like the affinity system of course because i play all the time but didn't even cross my mind that it would be an option no guys i like going all the way over there no 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 no. i know i know no 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 i want to oh did you see how that moved over it's in the bottom right corner very weird so to me the item weight discussion is this isn't valuable interacting with this i'm annoyed i like i i'm picking it up because i have to i'm not excited for this item i'm excited for my next pair of legion boots Right, I'm excited for my next void scepter. I'm not excited to pick up your NPC's currency. So it's been annoying. I, was, I did start skipping and I'm not even in Act 3 yet. I would say that I do really enjoy the expeditions. I do like to stop and do every one of them, but the picking stuff up, the picking stuff up is driving me crazy. And I think one issue that I'm having, and I'm just going to play it out right now and see obviously how it goes, because I'm not far enough in to say that it's going to be consistent, but the items that need to drop to let you re-roll the loot that the trader is offering you are not common enough. And so I'm going through an entire act of not getting any of the items to re-roll them, and they don't re-roll regardless of what you do, level up, blah, 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 doesn't matter. You have to get that drop and then you have to use it to re-roll the stuff they're offering. So I'm in I'm well into my 30s and the stuff that they're offering me is like level 12 because I haven't gotten the item to re-roll it. So then I'm going, okay, I guess I'm just gonna keep doing these expeditions and you know, storing the stuff, but I'm getting frustrated picking it up and I'm not getting the stuff to re-roll it. But I will say about the expeditions though, people who like lore are probably just crapping their pants because I clicked on some of their conversations no clue what they're talking about (laughs) i I skipped it very quickly but it is all new stuff that's cool that's cool i'm excited to learn about it i have to say like i've been kind of dissing the minute details of expedition um 
I also wasn't a fan, and I'm going to get to something positive, but just so I don't forget, I also, so far, I'm not a fan of how that menu system works. I spent quite a few interactions with the first character you meet, Janina or whatever her name is, and I'm wondering why her stuff's not re- like changing. I've I've leveled up, you know, yeah, like there's yeah, you. there's like uh, normal mechanics that the game normally uses. This one doesn't use. So then I finally realized that I can re-roll, and I'm like, oh, well, none of that interests me either. Now I'm just not bothering. Like I'm just I, the game gives me enough. I don't need that stuff. So I'm not gonna. I'm fine that I'm not even bothering even interacting with the NPCs. I think the one thing that's different with Expedition, and and again, it's something that I think I'm fine with. Gonna have to play a bit more. Is definitely not something that you would be interacting with every single time you 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 meet them. So not every single zone because. When you would when you do that re-roll, it brings it to the current uh, equivalent of your current level, and so I act, I don't mind that. I don't mind that there's not something every single time, and it goes okay. Well, this time maybe I just got to get the stuff, and I'll have to build it up so that I can gamble more later. But I'm not even seeing very many of the items to allow me to re-roll it, and then by the time I get one, I'm kind of irritated because I just had to pick up four different stacks. And you're you're when you talk about it, based on how you build your expedition. I may have six or seven chests that I have to open, but I got to wait at every single chest because I need to pick up the currency. So I can't just like go around and click the chest and then go back and only pick up the ones that I want because almost 80% of the time I got to walk back to every single one of them to pick up some form of a currency that should just go into their thing. That dude standing right there, let him pick it up and hold it in my chest. Now, I love how streamless the combat aspect is so through this is going to sound really silly because of course you know we care about loot and we care about the npcs and we care about the extra item menus but throw the npcs and the loot out the window and the actual experience of integrating with expedition is a ton of fun i don't have to do anything i can just show up right away that icon is on my screen and i can go here's a bomb here's a bomb here's a bomb boom Let's start playing. And I love that. I can just walk up into it. It's almost like it's a little bit slower, of course, but it's almost like just watching walking yep, up is. to a breach. Wait, no, is it which what's what's the hand? A breach. That's a breach. Yeah, it's it's kinda like that. You're like, oh sweet, a breach. Let's go. Here I'm like, okay, sweet, an expedition. There's one, there's one, there's one. I like reading about my pros and cons. I like looking around and seeing. To me, I'm not wasting that's not a waste of time to me. I enjoy seeing because the the rewards are coming. And I like seeing, oh, okay, well, do I want more currency for the NPCs? That's a big no. I want rares or a talisman. GGG, I haven't had a talisman yet. And every yeah, single one I'm doing talismans, that, that's a lie. You even got one. I'm like, what the frick? Yeah, probably garbage. So, and you talk about that, the way that you build those bombs is actually kind of cool because based on whether you put them over top of one of the signs that's a chest is going to give you a chest the skulls and all those things are going to give you more types of mobs and the remnants are going to buff it which the remnants are really fun because they affect those specific mobs or those specific chests i was really shocked to find in the very first zone a physical immune option i was like wow they weren't messing around no. <laughs> that started right Crazy. Off the yeah it was act one where there's immunities and it's even up like we were talking about in the last episode there's chaos immunity too so they just they just threw immunities out for everything but which is good well, in terms of if you're going to do it for one, yeah, we both agree that immunities are ridiculous. Find a different way to make it difficult so I can just play my freaking character, especially because there are 
whether it's a user at the end of the day, a user fault or not, it's stupid that there's very big issues with how I'm placing my detonation charge. I almost accidentally set it on a lightning one and was like, oh my God, am I right, going to... Because it jumps around. From, I couldn't tell. Like, sometimes yeah. it, the cursor really jumps around based on if it's red or green. And I don't know if that's because of some sort of radius that I'm... It is. It's the range of where the last one went, but they don't explain that. And that's very weird to me. It took me a while to figure that and out. And then there, but there's also just weird interactions with mounds and like trees and like it just can't go there. No, sorry, there's too much there, but it looks like it could. So how am I supposed, there was one chest that I really wanted to get that there was no way I could get it. No way I could get it. And yeah, I've had that too. So, but the one thing that they did a very good job on with the munities is that is a very bright yellow text you cannot miss it yeah and they made it stand out from everything else which i do agree right. thank you so i don't know what that's like later on maybe there are other yellow texts that it can blend in with once you hit maps i don't know but so far act one and I two i hope they're only awful ones like reflect or immunities or something that's serious equal garbage yeah so i hope no, but I but I agree with you. Like as long as it's just as serious as immunities, those nothing's as serious as immunities. Something that will completely wreck it because you can't do it. Right. So hopefully it'll always stand out. Um, but I actually really like the combat experience once it's going. The they did something the with are fun. The like the there's like mini bosses in there, but their health yeah. bars look different. Have you noticed? Like I have on my graphics menu on my graphics options, I show health bars for everybody above their heads like the minions for me for enemies i love seeing i think it looks ugly but i i love seeing that i'm a stats nerd i want to know how much life is left on everything and these mini bosses whatever they are they have like it i don't even know how to describe it i never actually noticed the detail it's like yellow red yellow yeah it's so different and i love that it's great now with such a cluster beep of a game you can pinpoint that you're like there it is there it is run away or get him or whatever it is like you know where you're doing i don't have the things above the heads but those guys still show it really so that that still yep that still so shows above stands their heads. out even more if you have enemy life bars off correct <gasps> yeah. and they look awesome because you do know not only not only do you know like okay i need to kill those guys but they do some crazy fun looking skills so and they're they hit hard they actually do hit pretty hard yeah I'm liking it. Especially in Act 1. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> but that was, oh man, Act yeah. 1 was so good. GGG, if you listen to this, I can't wait till all 10 acts and maps are like Act 1. Can't wait. So what are you playing? I'm doing zombies. I'm doing my bone zombie guide. Making sure it's legit. It's the one that had the least, I had the least concerns about once the dev manifesto and patch notes came out. Right. Easiest probable fixes for it. Um. So, but I am playing that one. The thing that uh, concerned me the most was damage was like every single build, it was just crushed. So I really want to see how zombies work because I got rid of minion damage support in that one okay. because I didn't yep. want to reduce their life by you didn't 25%. Like the life, right. So I added, I don't even remember what I added. I think it's impale because it is a pure physical build. And uh, yeah, so I'm trying it out. I want to see how it goes. And I did want to see how zombies survived in the harsher Act 1 content as well. Uh, to me, they've always, they've never had enough for gem level one, two, three. They've never had enough base life. They're garbage. I feel like I'm a caster like SRS with zombies and I'm going into survivability right away, but it still takes me nine levels to get to my first minion life node, right? So anyway, um, but I'm doing bone, my bone zombie guide. So it's pure physical. 
Uh, zombies are going to be the only offense unless I decide to add skeletons or um, summon phantasms as like the sixth socket of that six link. It'll have supports like a golem and inspectors. Uh, but in the meantime, while I'm just simply leveling, I was playing. I can't wait to get to uh, the Reaper to try that instead of zombies for a bit. But I've been playing with Absolution. Oh my oh, goodness. Nice. Are you self-casting? Yeah, it or I'm just self-casting it. And Justin, I could self-cast it. It's AoE is big. It's currently how it's animated. It's not too bright for me, but I always know where it is. And I'm using a pink cursor. The pink cursors got added for free. Oh, it's so great. So I can And the size is on. Yeah, so I'm not getting nauseous. I can see what's happening. I can see where I'm going. And Justin, those what are they called? The sentinels look cool. They're like priests. Oh, do they? Like these Bibles or books. And they're throwing down the same. So you know when you throw down that uh, did you see the skill? Like it's like this almost like um lightning warp. It, It looks pretty similar to lightning warp, right? A streak that comes down, then a pretty decent AoE, small, but decent AoE, they do the exact same one. So that's what I'm casting to get them. That's what they're casting. And oh, man, oh, cool. yeah, it's just, it's really, What do they scale really cool. off of? Uh, it's physical damage converted to lightning, I think it was. Oh, okay. Uh, so, but I didn't check to see if they're casting spells. I assume it would be a spell. I don't know if it'd be counted as a projectile or not or what. So I didn't, I didn't look into that. And I'm not going to be keeping them. Um, there are only three of them, so I hope they're really strong, right? Compared to what zombies would get when you can get eight plus. But I'm real, oh man, the absolution skill. Just play around with it for a bit. It looks really cool. I'm using it until I'm getting a good de- amount of sockets. I flipped your stream on after I had done Brutus because I wanted to see how you found okay the finding him and your zombies were getting massacred yeah <laughs> by brood they the zombies do not have enough life to do well i want see what i think ggg should do with zombies and this is i don't know anything about anything but as a zombie player it's really pointless to play with zombies for the first while they should pump the zombie max life up just so that they can survive a lot of good content Right, especially if you're going straight into the life nodes that are really close, like 10, 12 nodes away, they should be able to survive, but just cut their damage down to like noodle smacking. Make it so that they don't die, but they smack like noodles. Then then there's a point. Then they're different. You'd rather that? Well, yeah. Otherwise, I'm just gonna use skeletons. And skeletons don't I don't need a corpse to raise them, and they give me three per cast. I mean, they start off right. with two, but right now they're they're just pointless garbage things so um only once i got vitality which you have to beat brutus for did zombies become valuable because there's no minion life regen for quite a while um but i thought it was kind of funny like with brutus to unlock the gems that are about brutus's quest you have to beat brutus but the mervay quest you just have to get to her Right before a cavern of wrath, and you can right. unlock them. Right, then you unlock them. You don't have to beat her. So there's some. Thank God. Sure, that's, a, that's not a bad thing. But it'd be nice if the user knew what was going on. Consistency's nice. Consistency Doesn't really. Doesn't the quest makes... tell you? I think the quest tells you though that gems like, to are go unlocked. back and talk. I, well, that your that your reward is that your quest is ready to turn in. Um, not all of them I are about turning them in. I don't know. It go. It says like go talk to whoever. 
And I'm pretty sure the one before Mervay does that. So did have you gotten anything good? Where are you in the game right now? Uh, I just beat the Weaver, the Spider in Act 2. You were waiting for me a couple seconds extra there so I could do that. Um, went to Act 1 and turned in that one backtracking quest. I really hope PoE 2 doesn't have one backtracking quest just to make it I equal. forget that one all the time. Yeah, me too, man. I'll do slash passives and be like, oh, right. 23. Get that. Mother- uh, so I just <laughs> did that. Um, but progress is great. Having a good time. The zombies have now picked up. They're attached to um, summon phantasms. And so they're all having a good time. I'm enjoying playing without doing anything. Like, I'm using Absolution for fun, but I'm fine going slow just to watch my zombies and phantasms kill everything. And it's working out really well now. It's actually turned into quite a tanky character having energy shield, natural energy shield at the beginning, starting as the witch is been a lifesaver in Act 1 for sure. So I'm, I'm really enjoying it. What are you doing? I haven't even talked about it. What are you doing? I, I, I'm planning traps because traps seem to be good still i i didn't i really wanted to try some of the new skills out but i just didn't have enough time to actually wrap my head around putting something together yeah it's true and you know the worst part about it i was talking to ethan about it i was like i there are the a couple of skills that i really want to play and act one through ten is probably what's going to kill me actually playing them oh just because the idea of leveling again is a struggle for me can i interrupt you one i'm sorry um the main reason I'm skipping expedition content is because of the length of the campaign. It's not like I am annoyed with how much there is that's pointless that I don't care about that I have to pick up. But the main reason that I'm in Act 2 and I'm already skipping expeditions is because I'm level 20 in an area 15 and it's going to take me even longer to get to end game. And that's what I care about. So I do find and this happens every league. And sometimes I love the league content and I do really like this league content, despite the fact that it seemed like I was, well, I guess I was, but I do, I I really like this content, but I'm skipping it because I feel like it's going to take me a week to get to end game because the length of the campaign. So anyway, I just wanted to throw that in because I I did forget to mention it and you just brought it up. So my apologies to interrupt. I agree with you. I'm halfway through act four right now and the act one and two are probably the longest it's ever taken me to get through act one and two and that is because of expedition because I wanted to try it out and play it. Uh, It's also me sort of figuring out my build as I'm going along but I am currently I once you uh, kill Gravitius you can get ice trap. Yeah 28. I've been playing with ice trap and I I leveled with storm blast mine because it is it's just so easy. Like I've done it so many times now. So Stormblast Mine plus Orb of Storms. I had my plus one lightning. You had right some off the bat. nuts. Gear. I know I was giving away a plus one physical. I had a plus one fire. I traded for a plus one cold. Got another plus one cold. I got gold rim. You're a dick. So it's been, yeah, it's been awesome. <laughs> it's yeah. So that, that my idea, I think I'm going to try and just freeze everything. With, uh, you know, ailment thresholds have been dropped down on bosses too. Yeah, so I like it. I like it. I think I'm going to play around with just ice trap and see how it goes. But it's been it's been fun so far. Get the flower very, MTX. Get the flower MTX. I, I, looked, I looked it up. I bought the Acer Demigod one today. Let me tell you, American to Canadian conversion sucks. <laughs> it is so, so yeah. bad. Like it's really cool that they changed it i love that they added three stages now to them i do actually like that change because you can kind of go well maybe i don't want to go that whole route up and maybe whatever uh but 90 american dollars 
shouldn't be 130 Canadian. It just doesn't, it's just dumb. Well, we've opened our border to fully vaxxed Americans, but they still have the border closed to us. So maybe our economy is going to get a little bit of a boost in the meantime. Maybe we'll yeah, for, go from think, like a think, 75 to a dollar ratio. Maybe we'll go to 80 cents. Ours does. It does open the other way pretty soon. Ah, dang it. I think, uh, Americans, yeah, come weeks. on up, spend some money. We yeah, need our GGG right. prices to go down. <laughs> it is okay. Just on a very weird side note, travel between like North America or then even worldwide is going to be so weird because there are some places that don't accept certain versions of the vaccine. Uh, I was talking with my brother who was trying to go down to the States and they don't accept AstraZeneca, but AstraZeneca was popular in Canada, but it's not, it's not a valid version in the States and they have different versions than we do. And you have to prove that you've had both and that it's two weeks. Pa- I don't know. I think it's hilarious. I, I got yeah. Pfizer, so I don't care. <laughs> That's right. I can go anywhere I want. But Pfizer with the uh, P, yo. I got the I got the Acer one, but I did look up the flower, the flower ice trap. What's wrong with it? It's so gorgeous. It, it looks I, I good. want I've always Even wanted the to normal do an ice cool. trap build just because I love that MTX. Yeah. The one thing I'm sure I haven't played traps in so long. I am so not used to not instantly detonating like it was throwing oh, me off like, mines, right, come right, on right. trap go what the frick is <laughs> and and like placement speed is very different so uh, i finished yeah i finished halfway act through act four got the first ascendancy done and uh it's been i've been i've been having fun i always have fun when new leagues launch i don't really care sometimes the content might not be the greatest but i actually am really enjoying this one i like the fact that mana is way harder right now to like think it through and i'm thankfully only running on a i don't even think i'm on a four link yet i think i'm just on a three link yeah i'm desperate but it is a big change that's but that's a big change when you go like to go from three to four from four to five you better be mana ready we were joking in general 21 21 with uh somebody who got the tabula it's like okay (laughs) you got the tabula but now you're talking five links (laughs) and and they were saying that they were struggling with mana well no shit yeah. All of a sudden, you got like five hundred and forty percent multiplier mana multipliers. You're you're going to be struggling. So. But with traps, you don't have the mine re- or the mana requirement like mines do. So you have some more freedom there. Well, yeah, it it costs more, but it doesn't re it doesn't hold on to any doesn't reserve any. My favorite traps fire trap. I remember when it used to last. For eight Why do you get fire trap and lightning trap way earlier than ice trap? It's weird to me. Uh, I don't know what it is, what they think the power is in it, the ability to freeze. It's a big AOE with an actual, it's like freeze and stun. Same thing, you're stopping enemies, right? So maybe it's that. Uh, you can freeze fire everything, trap, which is awesome. Fire trap is one of my favorite things to level with because it's a big AOE. Mm-hmm. It doesn't cost much and people just burn. It's awesome. It's so good. I, I, it's one of my favorites, but they turned its cooldown to, or not cooldown, but its duration to peanut. So it's almost like a casting skill. Oh, really? Yeah. So I, oh, you're okay. saboteur, mm. right? I am. Yep. Yeah. Just look. went. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Nice. Mm-hmm. So it's fun. I have a couple points that are just kind of like all out there, but they're related. Now that global damage reductions have been added and enemies have been basically increased across the board in all regards. Uh, Stokely on our discord that we chat with, he reminded me that all the other timed events need to go now. Like if you want battles to last longer, you got to fix these timed events. Now I've always been against timed events in general. Let me play as long as I want. And if I want a battle to last half an hour, well, you know, 
I'm kind of an idiot, but uh, I, you know, let let it happen. But now that it's going to take us longer to kill everything, I hope they're considering all these different timed events that exist in the game, modifying at least how much time it takes or is required or your maximum amount of time allotted. Hopefully, it's not being ignored. Uh, one of the cool options. So we were talking about options and health bars and stuff like that above heads. I turned on, I, I'm like, I can't see what, I always have my, my minion, my ally health bars on, like what's going on? So I look, it's on, I turn it off, turn it on, I don't see anything. When my zombies are at maximum life, their health bar disappears. That's really cool. That is cool. Because it's a lot less clutter that I don't need. Like I, and, sure. and it's perfect for me because the only reason I like ally health bars on is I want to see how my zombies are doing in this content. If they're at full health, I don't need to know. But if they're at medium health or low health, I do need to know. That's what I, I want to know what they can handle. So that's the exact reason I have it on. And having full life bars disappear makes wonderful. It's really cool. So I really like that. Uh, disappointed that affinities didn't exist for Expedition, but they do. But it's not my fault, but it is. Uh, oh, I love that these Expedition NPCs call us locals. Mm. Have you noticed that? Yeah, And to me, it's hilarious because I just got on this beach, man. I was just dropped off. I am like, I've just learned everybody's life story in act one. I don't, I don't even know where I'm going to sleep tonight. That's how new I am. And she's calling me a local. So now I know she doesn't know that or he doesn't know that, but I thought that was kind of funny. What else? Absolution priests are amazing. And the demolition aimer thingy is horrendous. Okay. Yep. No, it's done. Asmon Gold had a really now i i'm not familiar with him apparently he's a very big twitch entity has a billion followers wow streamer yes uh apparently very big fan of path of exile cool uh had the opportunity to interview chris now this there's a lot of really good tidbits here but we could pass it on to next week if you want if it's pertinent go for it i didn't watch it i don't i don't have much input in towards it but if you have certain points we can chat about them Okay, you're taking all that out, right? Yeah. No. Uh, so as <laughs> You'll find out when you listen. Uh, yeah, I know I will. I'm already three episodes behind, man. It was a busy week. So Asmon Gold interviews Chris, who was happy to come on. And it was a really cool and honest conversation. But it was neat because Asmon Gold's not a diehard PoE player. He plays often and he had good questions. He had questions that shows that he's played the game. Maybe not every league, but he's he knows the game. He knows the content. And he understands the complaints that he reads about. Whereas his buddy, what's his name? Rich W? I don't know what his name is. I have no he, idea. <laughs> it's like he's never even looked at the game. He's never read an announcement. He never knew anything. And he wasn't even paying attention to the conversation. Like, it, it, it oh, was, really? oh, yeah, it was hilarious. Every time he showed up. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so, but as Mongold's version of the interview, his side of the interview was really good. And it, honestly, it might even be one of my favorite Chris interviews. Asmon Gold asked so many Tyler questions, so many questions I would ask Chris if we were to interview him that if we were to ever get him on the show, I'd have like nothing to ask him because what's an example? So he asked about like low button builds. He's like, are you trying to get rid of them? Do you want like you, you care about engagement? You care about item weight? Do, are you trying to get people to be interactive with your game? Are you trying to get rid of one button builds or no button builds? And so Chris says like no i'm not trying to get rid of no button builds but they shouldn't be the strongest builds like 
if you're not going to interact much with the game, there should be not necessarily a penalty, like you have to interact with the game, but that shouldn't be equal to somebody who's capable of min-maxing when certain skills go off, like, you know, your Warcry skill that you were, your build that you were doing before. That, if you're going like one, three, two, three, four, one, and there's a certain order you need to hit for your Warcrys, yeah, mm-hmm. you should be stronger than my one button build makes sense right sure. so but yep. he asked a lot of really good questions he asked about trade he asked about like if community events like raiding stuff is coming and so it wasn't it was like it almost had nothing to do he asked a lot of poe two questions it was probably my favorite interview i've ever seen chris do and i didn't i've never heard of the guy even though i know he's really famous um and there was a lot of like our big name streamers and our poe community that were like asking questions you know for them to ask and so it was it was it was a really interesting thing it was about two hours chris had something slip for 316 guilds are getting some love in 316 chris let it slip in this interview that guilds are probably getting guild hideouts oh my god that's not a fix what the no fuck? it's not no he didn't he, that's well, not... he was talking about something he's not allowed to talk about and it slipped so obviously that's not if you're gonna fix guilds you're not just gonna be like hey here's a hideout now you have a place to hang yeah, out. Yeah, so like he's like, and as soon as he said that, he's like, I know I'm going to get messages from my community for spoiling a 316 thing, and then I'm going to get in trouble for it because I didn't list everything. But anyway, so that was exciting because guild changes might be coming, guild hideout. So was this was interview before 315 really? Yeah, it was. It was Thursday. Release? Oh my God. So this was just like a, you know, this is going to be a good league, guys, but just wait till 316. <laughs> What's another one of those? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. That was that was by accident. It was when you watch the interview, it was it oh, yeah. wasn't supposed to come out. Raids. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this guy, of course, he's into MMOs. What he was of- asking if there's more like interaction, like future events that people could do together. And Chris it. had a really good point, though, where he said every piece of our content has to be able to be done solo. And we revolve the game around being capable of being done solo. Sure. That doesn't mean solo self-found. Trade is still the cornerstone of the league of the of the game, but to do it solo with trade is the point. And he emphasized that we never consider what life is like for hardcore or softcore players. We like they're awesome, but they're in there because people want them there. That's not what we revolve our game around. If you want to make the game harder with solo self-found or hardcore, go for it. Sure. So I mm. thought that's kind of stuff is really neat to hear directly as opposed to assume or have as a quote from five years ago. Uh, sure. Chris mentioned that trade for Path of Exile 2 is probably not going to change at all. It'll become more streamlined. Like there'll be, yeah, it's probably the He kind of talked about that in Zig- yep. with Ziggy's episode too. Yep. So that'll, it'll be streamlined, yep. but in POE 2, it's probably not going to change. So there's not really a lot to hypothesize on it. Because I was mm-hmm. thinking that it would maybe take a big change and go more towards the console route because that's what they kind of were hoping it would have eventually become from past interviews that I've heard. What else? Uh, Chris, like, I, I just barely took points. I was so into this interview that I didn't take notes. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I should, I should. but I didn't want to pause. It couldn't pause it because it was Twitch. It wasn't YouTube and that kind of stuff. So there was a lot of really cool points that I'm not bringing up that I'm, I'm probably going to rewatch it just, just so that it sinks in. Uh, Chris agrees with the community that Endgame is just too much. Like we're talking Cyrus, we're talking Maven, we're talking what you need to do, all that kind Watch of stuff. Watchstones, yeah. Yeah, he just, he knows it's too much. And he also thinks he's going to get in trouble for saying that the 316 revamp of the Endgame 
will more than likely address that issue. I love that he hasn't learned talking about future beliefs <laughs> can sometimes but, backfire. But I don't want I'm him happy to he stop. Does. Calm down, Tyler. I'm not saying anything negative against him. I just love that it hasn't clicked yet. That's all. And I don't mind him doing it. No. I, I would rather hear about it. I just love it because you know someone's going to bring it up. There's going to be a clip of it after 316 comes out. Chris said, and this never happened. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Now, you're... That's cool, though. I'm excited if they change it. Yeah. Oh, me too. Hands down, me too. Uh, you're not going to believe this next point, but I'm going to believe Chris over you. Uh, Chris said that they actually make very little money with private leagues. So, okay, server so costs here's my must argument be with that. Here's my question with that one, though. They don't like, they don't, they make very little money because the majority of private leagues are small. I'm, I, I am, I do, I would argue a little bit against it. I would say that when we do a private league for 120 people, of course, they're probably not very, they're probably not making very much money off of that. But once you start getting into the private leagues that are quite larger, I would imagine they make reasonable money off them. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I wonder what server costs. Server stuff seems to be really expensive. That's always what companies really cheap out on right off the bat if they're trying to save some cash. And you can tell. From what I've heard from people who are more involved in this stuff than I am, it's the cost on the website side hmm. more so than it is on the servers that are actually hosting the players. Because I can't play on two servers at once. So it's not like it's all of a sudden using up twice as much when I'm playing because I can only be on my account in one place. So. The um, negative side of GGG's community was desperately looking to hash out at something again. So during this interview, they were freaking out that, you know, the only reason this interview exists is because it's another paid interview, right? Paid marketing thing. And who cares? Uh, agreed. Right. So, but for some reason, people are freaking out. And so Asmon Gold ripped into them. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. As, no, you just Asmon ripped into them and so did Rich too, which was awesome. I really liked that part of his, uh, of his involvement. And they're like, it's, it's literally illegal to have a paid interview on Twitch Without and not you. tell you. Like it's, it's yeah. going to be there in text, hashtags, like we'll have to tell you, like we can't. And Asmon's like, I don't think you whiners understand. I love Path of Exile. I'm a beta supporter. This is a dream come true to be speaking with Chris Wilson. He's here, you know, on his own time. I'm here as a fan. I'm just having, and then he just went into like a five minute. Thank you, Chris, for being like, it was just so good. And then he kind of mm -hmm. whispered like, can I have a hoodie? And Chris is like, <laughs> uh, yes, Beck says that you can have a hoodie and it's on its way. So now this is now a paid interview. <laughs> <laughs> But it was awesome. It was really cool. I, I really, really like the interview. If you're That's on good. one of those days when you're working and typing and have something in the background, I'd put it up. Why do people have to do two hours? There's like, it's so long. It was interesting. Yeah. So shut your mouth. It's just so long. Whatever, it's long. Man. Anyway, that's cool. I will check it out though. Expedition was good. I'm Loving enjoying it. so it. far. Hopefully you guys are as well. I'm, I'm excited for the tweaks. And once, uh, now it's probably going to go to mayhem i really hope it doesn't because it's just it's our i guess what should i say it's our curse on ggg every time we praise their good league launch something bad happens but ggg congratulations on your good league launch it was super smooth for justin and i and i hope it was like that for everyone else so far eight hours later it's been perfect that's right so, zero problems <laughs> no, that's, that's right. great hopefully you guys are all enjoying 315 as well 
Thank you so much for joining us for episode 94 Forever XL, the Path of XL podcast. I'm Justin AK Tags. Tyler, Wrecker of Days. We will catch everybody in episode 95. Patreons, your faces are awesome, but there's no After Dark this week because I am going away. And I have to edit this before I go away. So we will catch you guys next week. Same bat channel. Same bat place. What? Justin says he has to pack when he's finished editing, but everyone who knows him knows he doesn't pack. I pack my own stuff. Christina my packs clothes. for you. That's a load of crap. Not my clothes. You know it. Oh, please. Not my clothes. Nope. I'm taking a blender, my Keurig. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a zero water, like Brita water filter. Oh, man. I'm prepped. Goodness That's me. all I cared about. That's literally it. You're like the <laughs> princess in Spaceballs where she's supposed to pack light and she's got like 80 backpacks. Here's the thing. It's my car. I'll put whatever I want in there. <laughs> the kids only get a backpack. My kids will have it on their lap. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're carrying the Keurig. You got the blender. No, we, Dad needs his coffee. That's right. We need space for the barbecue, kids. Figure it There's out. There's a barbecue up there already, all right? Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, thank you guys so much for joining us. You're awesome. Hopefully you're enjoying 315, enjoying 315, and we will catch you all next week. See you on Discord. If you're looking for more information, you can find it down below. we got a website, foreverxl.com. We're on Twitter, foreverxldd2. We have Discord. There's a link everywhere if you want to come and join us. We're in Global 2121 as well, in-game. Feel for Patreon and other ways to support the podcast. You can find it below. Bye. Bye. Oh, exactly one minute and 30 seconds. Don't edit anything.